Hey, Lauren Lynn, you're listening to Radio Brendo Man. Welcome to another episode of Radio Brendo Man. I'm Brendan Creasy. And I'm Phil Vecchio. And we are live at Comic-Con Palm Springs. Yeah! yeah. What's going on, everybody? We got everybody here. Your family's here. Friends yeah. are here. Kids are here. Strangers coming in. Thank you for coming in. And, um, Phil, I just wanted to bring something up right off the bat. I, I knew this so was coming. we are here, and we're doing a lot of DSing. We got our DSs. We're doing street <laughs> passes. And I pull up my Pokemon Shuffle, and I'm like, hmm, I wonder how much Pokemon Shuffle Phil has played, because it's always entertaining to see how much (laughs) Phil has played this free puzzle game that Nintendo made. And Phil's really sticking it to Nintendo, because they made this game so that you would buy things and purchase coins. I've spent no money, no real world money on it. Phil spent no money on it, and I'm looking, and it tells you when you tag somebody how much time they played. Phil is at 563 hours... And 55 <laughs> minutes. Now, I have, I have to though, I have to clarify. Game I have that- not spent money on this. I have to clarify too though that that number might be a little inflated and here's why. I fall asleep playing video games. I used to love falling asleep reading, but my wife cannot handle the light. So my solution is to play DS while I'm in bed. Puzzle games are perfect because it doesn't matter if I fall asleep. Yes. When I take naps, I like to do that, right? Luke knows all about this. Yeah, Luke knows what's so, up. So when I fall asleep, I'm playing the DS, and I half the nights I will fall asleep. The DS drops to the ground, which just is a testament to Nintendo's durable hardware, by the way. Uh, it drops to the ground, and I'll wake up in the morning, and there's Pokemon Shuffle, had, and it's been on all night. Oh, so I'm, it's I'm inflated a tad. I'm it's just saying. It's inflated a tad, but... I did the math, and um, that is 23 and a half days yep. of playing. Days well spent. Matching and, three and, Pokemon and, together is okay. a lot of fun. And that would be, okay, that's already crazy, but that's only one of the many games that you play. Oh, sure. So that's just a fraction of Phil's video game time. I like to play video games, but again, because I'm was, falling asleep with it, you know, it's it's worse than it sounds. It's not I, as bad as it sounds. I remember seeing it creep up to like 200, and then I I, have, I guess I haven't checked in a long time. Yeah, you've been slacking. Now we're at 500. I just got to like the 375th level. Where are you at? I don't even know. Oh, I forgot, man. To be honest, I tr- started playing it, and I forgot how to play because I was <laughs> trying. I forgot like the rules for moving the guys around. That's how long it's been. Wow. Um. Although I guess I can't. I mean, not to full disclosure. I mean, I can't be too judgmental of you because I've been doing this WWE Slam trading card. Yeah, game, yeah. Look who's talking. And here. but I also haven't spent any money technically. However, you have done some crazy things like signing up for mailing lists and other stuff to, to get, get your get freemium content. Well, to this week I got a windfall because. There was this whole thing where I think they were trying to get more people to do those special offers, so they were offering double coins, and the highest coin item was you could get 2 million coins if you signed up for, um, it's Deal Dash, it's one of those eBay clones where you have to pay for bids, it's really shady and weird, but but I, I found a loophole 
because so they did a double coin so it was for four million coins and I'm like I gotta figure out how to way to do this but without spending money so I went to Deal Dash's site and they in the fine print it said first time customers can cancel at any time refunds no questions asked all so right, all right. I sign up and I am I, and I and I wait for it to go through and but my coins haven't come so I'm like oh no is it gonna work and I get my refund from Deal Dash. And then this week they're like, all right, here's your coins. And I got four million coins. And Man. I, I spent all this week opening up those card packs. Yeah. So let's but just these remind are real cards. For folks that don't know, he's spending <laughs> these coins on digital cards that he's collecting. Like yeah, just they're a not thing, real. a picture on your phone. But I, I think it's more convenient because I'm like a, like you, I can be a hoarder. And now oh, I live yeah, in a, true. a digital world. Where I have four thousand of these cards, but they're all right here. That, that is true because I have all those things in it's my better, garage. I'd rather not. I'd rather have them here than like in a box or multi, four thousand cards. I would take up a, a lot of boxes. Yeah, the shelf that's in between the washer and dryer and my storage for all the merch. Yeah, all your old baseball. That's cards all the baseball that cards aren't worth anything. I could probably get twenty bucks for that collection right yeah. now. One of these days, it'll go up to thirty. I'm sure of it. Tops baseball cards is like the greatest scam perpetrated on our generation. I think because we were all buying those up thinking this is going to yep. like because and, and what we I mean, we've talked about this multiple times, but what we didn't even consider is like the reason why the old baseball cards are worth money is because one, they didn't print that many and two, everybody threw them away. Right. And that's why. Whereas starting in like the 80s, they printed millions of these and everybody saved them. So they are pretty much worthless. It's true. It's true. But. I have all those great baseball cards that I'll never look at. I don't know. That's the thing. Because I'm a hoarder and because I I like having things, it's hard for me to just like, what am I going to do with it? If I give it away or throw it away, My philosophy I don't know. What do I do with those? Is just, these, this is stuff like you don't, you, you don't, do you, when was the last time you even looked at those baseball cards? Last time I shifted them from this shelf over but to that But you're not shelf. actually opening them up. Looking at the no, cards, like I have man, no affinity really, for baseball whatsoever. I, I really love this Kent Herbeck '87 tops card. That's I, a random pull, right there. I couldn't I even make up a name from. that sounded. That's like a, a baseball. real baseball. I believe player. it. Um, but but I, I I just don't. So so why why have it in your life? You need to just purge, man. That's that's probably see that's one that I should let go of. I really should. Does I, I think I think Sergeant Brendo needs to make another visit. Oh man. This is garage. Janelle, this hey. is the problem. Janelle calls up Uncle Brendo and says, Hey, you need to come over. Phil has I can't get to Phil's desk anymore. And then Brendan comes over and cracks the whip for a whole day. Throw that away. What do you you don't need that? You don't need that anymore. And then at the end of the day I can get to my desk, but I'm all stressed. And then I don't a few know what's months worse. later, we're back to where we are. Oh yeah, and then the desk kind of keeps creeping back out. And then you guys the, brought this up on the Mandarin Nord show yesterday that there was a brief moment where you could fit your car in your garage. Then my parents brought a foosball to, table down, and that's gone now. <laughs> thanks to my um, constant badgering you, yes. And there were tears shed at your trash can. Well, I found out. Janelle turned me on to this. I found out that. If I can take a picture of something before I throw it away, it, it eases the pain a little bit. Because then I can always look back and see, I used to have that. There it is. For instance, we threw away the original banner from Pop Vox Music, our record label. The original banner we had made. 
It had sat in the garage for a while because it had started to deteriorate. It was it garbage. Of, it was it, it got a little stinky so that Janelle wouldn't let me bring it out to the shows anymore because she's like, you're scaring people away from your table because the banner stinks. Well, so I just stored it and then we threw it away and it was hard. That was hard original to let it go. banner though was already like a discarded thing that you guys found. No, no, Matt made it, but it was for a different art project and oh, we adopted it. And you adopted it. Because it was free. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard. And this is stuff from like 1999. Yeah. It's been sitting in your garage. So it's historical. Nobody's looking at it. Nobody's doing anything with it. That's why I took the picture. Um, you need to take the advice of the song that your kids listen to all the time. <laughs> and you need to let it go, Phil. That's true. Uh, it's, oh. it's good advice, but it's probably not going to happen. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm fully ready for the all digital world. I want to throw away all my possessions. I don't want to own anything anymore. I just want to have subscriptions and just plug in and, and and you know what? Like I'm fine with that, and and I'm ready. I I'm not ready yet. I am fully ready. Although I did a few years ago give up buying DVDs for the most part. So thanks to Josh Anderson who mocked me relentlessly for still buying them, and then sold me his old DVDs. And then I look now at the little pile of DVDs out by the TV that we haven't watched yet that I bought from Josh like four years ago. And I'm like, yeah, I guess you were right about that. But I, it's too late for a refund, so. No, no, that now don't even don't <laughs> now, even joke about that. Now you're that. talking crazy, talk. please. CDs. People, I hear people asking like like they they think it's a joke question like who buys CDs anymore, and I'm like I this guy. There you go, right there. And records, I, you know, well, I, like, I don't discriminate. Phil, Phil like Phil Phil was buying records forever. Like you never stopped buying records. No, why would you? I don't understand the question. <laughs> there was never a period where you weren't like a vinyl record is a really good purchase. No, absolutely. And they're they're cheap now. Well, now they're going back up in price cuz of all the hipsters. Well, the new stuff, yeah, but you can those bargain bins. But even the bins though, like I went to Amoeba. The last time I went to Amoeba, man, it's pretty cleaned out now. You can still find Barbara Streisand in there. Well, always. I mean, that's our Phil and I always have a contest when we when we go to a record bin, is who can find the first Streisand? Because it's like every race. single record store, whether it's small or large, that has a bargain bin, there's a Barbra Streisand record in there. I call it the Barbra Streisand theory. I'm not sure why it happens that way, but it's true. Well, it's because she sold millions of records, and now nobody wants those records, and they're everywhere. All right, that's a pretty simple explanation, that's I guess. That's pretty much it. <laughs> you got it. You got me. Um, but, yeah, so so that's Cool and po- Comic Con Palm Springs has been a lot of fun. Yeah, it's been great. We've had so many our, good panels. We're here in our shows. podcast central. It's been great. A good time. We have our own like space that we've gotten to just occupy the entire time. Yeah, it's been exciting and like all tons of cool people are here. I mean, you know, you got to do a Mandarin Orange show. How did that go? Well, you guys had that a good was time? really really fun. Had a good audience response. Yeah, a lot of questions came out of the woodwork that uh, people have been <laughs> wanting to ask me about stuff. And um, take Janelle's side in, as always, so that's good. We did our uh, Webcomics Advocates panel for the fourth time this year. Yep, that, that was went great. went well, and, uh, and then Patrick did a drawing panel, and it was Yeah, it was out. packed. And, I think uh, he had the biggest attendance of all of them, honestly. There you go, Patrick won. Yeah. Um, we did our Kickstarter, our first Kickstarter-specific yep. panel. Madeline, Madeline was really great. That was Madeline, the first time with Madeline. Um, it was fantastic. What's her last... I, I was, I, uh, I was, Madeline Holly Rosing. Rosing. I was saying Rising just because that sounds like you yeah. know, she's rising. I don't but know. But it's not her name. But it's Rosing. So, yeah. I, I don't know. It's not her name. Um and, 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 and that was great. And she, cause she's like doing a presentation at DreamWorks. About oh yeah. She's all Kickstarter. over the place. She got a book about Kickstarter and it's, it makes me very proud because Madeline, 
um, got her start by coming to Long Beach, and this was like four or five years ago, right. coming to our web comics panel. And like that's like we're like it's like and yeah. then she and she gave us credit for it in yeah. the panel. So I, she has her own awesome. table. She said, yeah. and like we kind of we had a part. And that's I really like that makes me feel good. Like I feel like that counts as like a creative output because I feel like you and I both um, have a passion for nurturing and encouraging artists. Right. And right. I mean that's kind of going back to like it's our nice music. to hear it work sometimes. Yeah, right? it's nice <laughs> yeah. Um, knowing that we're not just like throwing words into the wind and nobody's you know but it's it's cool seeing your you're like it's like your your proud father that's right i guess um but that's cool there's been lots of cool live podcasts yeah cool there was the show i would last night when derek and i got back to the hotel i turned on the tv and comic-con palm springs was on the news oh was it really um, yeah because it's they, I don't think anybody was expecting it to be this no, huge nobody, right away. No, nobody guessed. And, like, we were at the, we went to, um, a bar restaurant last night, um, Mel, it was Crazy Mel's. We tried to go there and we couldn't find parking. There's, yeah, it was a little nuts downtown. We got lucky there was a spot that opened up right when we got there. They got, like, uh, they're really smart. They have these, like, mannequin pirates outside that peep, that drunk people stop by and take selfies with. Okay. But it kind of attracts them into the <laughs> restaurant. It was okay. pretty clever. Okay. Um, but they, I talked to the owner and he was just super stoked about this because it's like been really good for, because Palm oh, Springs sure, yeah. is like pretty much like a tourist economy. And well, so. Well, I imagine during the summer it probably goes Especially down in the summer, it's so hot. Yeah. But bringing, especially bringing young people, kids, families. Yeah. A new audience, um, for, for Palm Springs. And so I think they've been really stoked on it. And it's and cool we got to get on the ground we're in floor, on the ground here. floor. I, I mean that's our strategy is is getting in on these new conventions before they realize like we don't need these guys. <laughs> <laughs> they need us. They do. Don't undersell. Hey. But you're right. Um, um yeah, then we had um earlier today we had um let's see, we started out with the Benview Secrets of the Benview Network. That was a lot of fun. Then we had a fantastic women in podcasting panel which made me feel like all of our panels weren't as important as that. Like afterwards watching it I'm like Wow, I need to aspire higher, I guess. You they know? did a really good job. It was fantastic. It, you know, tears were shed, I'm just going to say. Oh. Um, no, but it was great, though. And then uh, just now we came from uh, uh, Nerd's Eye View live recording, and that was great. Yeah. We had a good, good, good time here at the con. Yeah. But hey, we got some reader mail. We do. Okay, let's do We got reader some mail. reader mail, and I think we were going to do a couple live, some live questions. reader yeah. mails. Does it count as reader mail it's, if they're here? Everything that someone asks us is reader mail as far as I'm yeah. concerned. We're good. All right. We got a, we got a new edition of Gringo's Top Whatever. Okay. Um, I'm going to skip the first one because this is a mixed company. Okay, that's And good. young children in the audience. We'll save it for, we'll save it for Thursday. Thursday's episode. Thursday's okay. episode, it will be on there, but, uh, yeah. Okay, so this might be, some of this might be a little controversial, but, um, number two, ever had a soundtrack to an old school video game that had an impact on you? And he says, this one's not controversial, but, um, he says, mine was Streets of Rage. No joke, so good, so many good memories playing that game too. Remember the alternate endings for each of the characters. That's a Genesis thing. I didn't have a Genesis. Yeah, I did not either. But I did have a friend that had Streets of Rage and it was awesome. Cause I, I'm a big beat em up fan and Streets of Rage is one of those, Legendary beat em ups, but I would say for memorable soundtracks, I have two okay. that have stuck with me forever. And number one has got to be Mega Man Two, right? Like that is Mega Man Two, one of the best of all time, is amazing. Like I can do it. Yeah, I got them all. That's pretty good. That's good. 
Um, and then the other one, and I've said this before, it's like the hold music for my brain sometimes. Um, cause I played, I played hundreds of hours of this game. It's called, um, Baseball Stars by SNK for Nintendo. And that one is another one. Um, and I, sometimes it's just like in my head all the time. Yeah. The old music. Just that old chip suit. It's, there's, there's something about it that like is so, I don't know, like, cause now, you know, you got like actual music and bands, which is cool. It was awesome. I mean, like final, like some, you know, you have like these concerts with like epic orchestras and all this stuff, but. Back in the day, it was just those. Well, there's, chip tunes there's something and... amazing about what they were able to create with such a limited palette of yeah, tools. Yeah. You know, um, for me, it's kind of an obvious one because a, I love the game so much, but also b, it's kind of had a an overflow into my kids. But The Legend of Zelda, um, one of my all time favorite games, and definitely Luke's favorite game. He's raising his hand there. If you guys mm-hmm. listen to the live episode of Mandarin Orange Show, he actually performed it perfectly. It was great. It was great. Good job. And. Um, so anyway, I love that, and it's cool to like share that with the kids. I also got to give props to Luke and Audrey, who are trying out a new set of costumes. Yes. They are Mario and Princess Peach, and uh, <laughs> they're busy reading books. Reading books and playing. What are you playing, Luke? Pokemon Shuffle? Well, oh, Pokemon, Pokemon Rumble. Rumble. He's playing Pokemon Rumble. There All right. Go. Okay. But, um, so there, are, are you retiring the Zelda and? Well, they had like Link? a full year run. I'm yeah. sure they'll like dress up with them as Link and Zelda, but you know, this was. Right. They, yeah. they're, they're like, have you gotten, a, so have you gotten a good response on the show floor for Mario and? A lot of good Peach. Mario and Peach pictures. Yeah. They said, they told me this morning that next year, maybe it was last night, next year they want to do Donkey Kong and Audrey would be um it's is it Daisy Kong? Candy Kong, thank you. Candy Kong. I thought you were gonna say Donkey Kong and a barrel. Oh no, 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 this is what it is. They want me to be Donkey Kong and then Luke would be Diddy Kong so he could ride on my shoulders mm. and then Audrey would be Candy Kong and then we're like, who could okay. mommy be? That's pretty Okay. Luke is pretty genius because yeah, he gets to ride on your shoulders. Yeah, I know, it's a great idea. <laughs> That's great. Luke, I mean, like, what if I, I'm like, I'm Diddy Kong. No, nope, you're out, we're out. It's too late. Oh, come on. Oh, yeah, that's Halloween. right. See, I, I, we already figured this one or out. You could be the old man. Well, Kong. I said Cranky Kong and she didn't think that was very funny. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, I think Pauline is probably better. Cranky go. Kong's the old guy uh, in, in the Donkey Kong series. So yeah, All right, she still doesn't um, think it's funny. So next up, here's the controversial part. Um, Suicide Squad was a blast and looking super forward to future movies. Cannot wait. Um, I don't agree. I, I think good for you Have if you, you enjoyed it? it. I haven't seen it yet. I, I thought, again, I'm not as down on it as other, again, I didn't, I disliked it le- a little less than I disliked Batman. Batman v Superman. I just, I'll watch it when it's on Redbox or something. I did again enjoy the Atmos sound. That was the first time I saw Atmos. Was that, oh, that, yeah. that, that, um, at the Harkins, the whatever. I already talked about it on Radio Batman, but right. I, I've never been in a theater like that before because it's 150 speakers total. There's speakers on the ceiling. It was just nuts. That's pretty and awesome. I hadn't seen a theater cheer at like a sound thing <laughs> since the THX days. And everyone's like, yeah. I need to like, try it, it for sure. It's pretty cool. Um, all right. Then we got, um, I guess this is a, this is a new trade. Um, Deadpool kills the Marvel Universe. Okay. Um, got it for cheap on Google Play. Crazy read. 
So he's just giving a recommendation. Good, tip, good recommendation there. Okay. Um, all right, here's another. He he took our advice. Well, mine Matthew is the one that told me about it, but Google Opinion Rewards oh, is an yeah. app on your phone. Um, and he says, uh, thanks to Brendo for the tip. I now have close to nine dollars. Like he he's already at nine dollars in the for free. It's great at Palm Springs because there's tons of hotels and stuff. And they'll ask you, like, I see you were at this. It's a little scary because they're like, you were at this hotel. What do you think <laughs> about it? It's like, Google, you follow me around. But of course they are. It's on our phone. Like, <laughs> yeah. But I do. I get books. Although lately I have been using the money for WWE Slam coins. <laughs> not going to lie. That does not surprise me at all. Hey, I completed the teal set, which is the third tier set. Whoa. And I, now I'm working on the orange set. That's, and then I'm done. That's the, the and orange then is the top tier. And then, and then they'll, yeah. and then they'll introduce, <laughs> then they'll introduce a new one, I'm sure. The chartreuse set is coming out next yeah, month the and then purple, you're done. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yes. Oh, don't um, worry. They'll, they'll get more ways to get you in. Well, there. that was like when I tapped out of actual baseball cards was when, cause you used to just have like your tops, Donruss, Fleer, and like, and then that, that was it. That was like their one, but then they started doing Stadium Club and Fleer Ultra and all these other crazy <laughs> things that were like glossy and five dollars a pack and 12 year old Brendo that like, I didn't have that kind of money. So that no. was it for baseball cards. Like I was done. Um, all right, here he goes. Because uh, Gringo also, Brian also uh, asked us for some advice in our Facebook group right, about right. purchasing a portable console, and he purchased a 2DS. Right, which Luke is modeling right now. Yeah, up Luke's here. got one right now. So he says, OMG's loads of fun. Interested in putting some ROMs on there, but I don't want to break it. Um, mm. Yeah, I mean, there is ways. Josh, Josh, Josh is nodding his head. It's, it's you should very write in extra damage for that. If you one, want to write in extra say. damage, I'm sure they could give you some pointers because flashcard flash or the yeah. Because um, I just, I just we're not condoning the, any of this, by the way. If well, it, yeah, see, uh, I believe we do in know the, that Nintendo overlords are listening because you're their number one right. Because guy. I, when I believe in the purity of their vision, so why would I want to mess with that if they've. I, if Nintendo gives it to me, then I accept it. And if not, I don't want to, I don't want to mess with that. Well, he says, I could, if only I could get a big library of Atari, Coleco, Nintendo, Super Nintendo, and Sega Genesis games on there. That'd be super sweet. Well, I think it's entirely possible. Virtual console. Yeah, pay a lot of money. Um, okay, then he says something about, um, I don't know who this is, but he says, Metal Jesus on YouTube. Have you seen this video library? Holy smokes. I love his input, and he seems like a really cool guy, too. So I guess that's a plug for Metal Jesus All on right. YouTube. Lastly, Samantha B's Full Frontal Daily Show. If you have a Daily Show void, check this out. Need something to augment John Oliver. She's amazing, uh, on point every single episode. Is that Hulu? Samantha B. She's on TBS. I know, but... But they, I think it is on it's Hulu. It's on one of the streaming I think things. it's on Hulu. Um, cool. So check that out if you're missing... Um, well, because the, the 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 nightly show is gone and the daily show is not so good. A lot of I people. Don't see it. I, I for me, that's I can't watch a show like a daily. I show every day. That's really hard to keep up with. Well, yeah. So I'll watch I it definitely. sometimes. It's also I don't I can't keep up with late night TV either. Well, it's because we're old men now. That's the problem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's true too. That too. All right. So that's our. Sent in yes, reader mail. Thank you, you can for writing. If you you can send us mail at brendoman at gmail dot com or go to radiobrendo dot com and use our contact form or hit us up Facebook, Twitter, all that stuff. 
Um, so, okay, now let's open it up yes, to the audience. Yes, our live we, show here. Do we have any um, in-person listener reader mails? Anybody? Any question? Any comments? Okay, yes. we got Kat over here. She asked, what's oh, the best record, the best find, record that find that Phil has had recently? Well, it's kind of funny. It's actually one that I didn't wind up buying because we were on vacation, and it's hard. Like we're, We flew there. I have a hard time buying records and then having to pack them back on the airplane. And, you know, I, I have someone to answer to as far as that goes. But um, we were in Texas, and I went to a record store, which I am, I get to do like once a trip, basically. We have a, a good deal worked out. And um, I found a record there of a band I used to be in that was at the store, a band called These Spivvies. And um, we're actually currently working on uh, – we're going to be doing a Kickstarter to do some new stuff with it. So it was just a pretty cool find that, like, someone felt something that I was involved with was worthy enough – to then like resell and then the store felt it was worthy enough to put out there. That's how I look at it. Not as that someone didn't want it, but hey, this is something of value I'm going to share with others. It was not in the bargain bin because it was actually a seven inch record and I was going through the seven inches. I figured if anything that I could like, you know, sneak home on the airplane, a seven inch I could fit in my backpack maybe and get away with it. I know it's, it's, I'm just teasing, but honestly, Oh, yeah, yeah, I didn't buy it. That's saying. That's why I said I didn't wind up actually getting it, but it was a cool find because I thought it was cool that they had it there. Um, other than that, like bands that I actually like have bought stuff, I, I doubt anyone in the room would have even heard of any of them, so I won't like waste your time. What's your – because you also like like weird old time – like weird old oh, records. Oh, that's true. Okay. Or, like okay. just weird – because you, you found – you recently found like a really crazy Yeah, one. at um, – sometimes we'll go yard sale shopping, which is dangerous for someone who likes to collect a lot of things. But um, I actually went with my mom who's – it's probably partially her fault that I'm a collector because she is as well. And um, I found this record. I like just weird records of things that – people wouldn't buy now and it was actually a record of instructions for an air traffic controller it was like their training record because before you couldn't go on and watch a youtube video to learn stuff so they actually printed up records and would distribute them to the trainees like in their in their school to learn about air traffic controlling and i now have a record of that i don't know for me those things are crazy and cool so that's probably my favorite one i found recently nice good question anybody else Oh, yes, right. over here, handsome gentleman in the front. So, so stranger that we've never met ever, um, asks us, uh, what are, what do you do with your old CDs and DVDs if you want to get rid of them or repurpose I, them? I don't understand the question the problem. <laughs> like the concept okay. is not familiar. Um, so there are, here's the one, there is one place that I have still can take stuff to. Um, they have locations in Orange County. Um, it's called Book Off. They do, still pay a reasonable price for DVDs, CDs, books, video games, um, stuff that most places, like if you took, I, I feel like if you took like DVDs and CDs to Amoeba, they like might give you like a, like yeah, pennies, pennies. Honestly, um, online though is the, and that's then the online, that's where you're um, going like, to but you got to sell them like, like the only way I was able to move my Blu-rays and DVDs and get the money that I did get for them was selling them in a giant lot. Because the people that, that are really buying things like that are like people like that are own stores and stuff. 
And so a guy bought all my Blu-rays for a really good price, um, but that was by selling them in a big lot on eBay. Um, individually, it's, it's kind of not, I don't know. But you don't have to worry about it. I'm not looking <laughs> to do that anytime soon, so it's okay. Mom found something in Yukaipa for sale. My mom, this is my, my dad's chiming in. Okay, that we've addressed this on our okay. show, but that is a hundred percent not this true. Down right now, not true. We're sh- I'm I'm so tired of hearing about <laughs> this because somehow, so this article went viral on Facebook about v- Disney VHS tapes from the 80s and 90s are worth thousands of dollars, and they their evidence was eBay listings for these. Um, black label, whatever, yeah. whatever things. And I'm like, you can list things on eBay yeah. for as much I, as you want. I can want. put like, this eraser for a million dollars on eBay right now. It doesn't mean it's and, worth that. And it's the only reality, worth what someone's willing to pay. The reality of those Disney VHS tapes is, yes, they were limited edition. Yes, there is a vault, but... Um, limited edition in Disney's terms means, yeah, we made two million of these Aladdin VHSs. Right. And, um, there's, so again, it's like those Barbra Streisand records. Right. There's millions of them out there and probably ten people that actually want them. And they're gonna, they're not paying you $10,000 no, for your VHS no. tape. You're lucky if you maybe get $10 for some of those older, if they're in good condition, maybe. However, like, if there are any listeners out there that want to pay Ten thousand for one. I've got yeah. A we deal definitely for you. got a deal for you. I'll work. Yes. I'll, I'll definitely give you some good discounts. Yeah. Oh, it's not. It's no, not no, a no, thing no on, Barbara. on Barbara. Streisand. I mean, I would. I would not talk bad about Babs. Believe me. It also applies. Like, there's a few others that we. I mean, you got like well, your, the Tijuana Brass is always yeah. Herb in Alpert, there. Her, there's Herb a lot Alpert. of those. Usually Fleetwood Mac. Yeah, they're it's, they're in there. It's just anything that like in I, the, the most common Barbara Streisand one, by the way, is the one she did along with Chris Christopherson. Because yep. my my mom yeah. alone owns two copies. Yeah. I don't know what it's called. It's her with him. Okay, we have time for one more quick question. We got a, a fine young gentleman in the back row here. Yes, sir. <laughs> that's, well, that's, that's one of the why. reasons why I don't. Uh, so Derek, Derek, my co-host, uh, Popsicles, asked, like, if you don't have time, how many, how many hours of wrestling do you watch a day? And it, it depends. Um, so, um, it, it, like, if I wanted to, because, like, the sheer amount of wrestling that's out there right now is just completely insane. Yeah, you talk about my Pokemon Shuffle hours. Let's yeah. compare notes here. Well, so WWE, like, on a typical week, just WWE alone, there is Raw, which without commercials, which I watch it without the commercials. It's it's a three-hour show, so without commercials, it's like two hours. Then SmackDown on Tuesdays, without commercials, it's like an hour and 20 minutes. And then there's NXT, which is an hour. There's right now, there's the Cruiserweight Classic, which is another hour. So we're already at, what, like six hours? That's um, a lot of hours. Five or six hours. And then if I also sometimes, I'll also watch New Japan, which is and then, and then if there's a pay per view that weekend, that's another three hours. It's a lot of hours. It's a lot of and, hours. And then there's other stuff. There's like indie stuff or other things. And if I feel like watching them, some of those, um, it it can be a lot of hours, and it's hard to manage. Especially I have a job. I do podcasts. I try to have some kind of life, but it doesn't. Something I don't know. Usually that's the thing. I just watch wrestling and read books, and because people also ask me like, how do I read all those books? You do and read a lot. 
because I have them on my phone and, and I just, any, instead of playing, cause I don't really play games on my phone anymore. Like I read books and, um, and, and I also, and yeah, I just, I love, and also I, I think, I, I guess I am a speed reader. I read pretty quickly. You definitely do. So, cause as we've joked in the time it's taken Phil to read five Harry Potter books, he's not even done with five yet. I have read, um, and I can, cur- I can now say I have read all of the Harry Potter books and all of the Game of Thrones books <laughs> in the same and time. several other books. To be time. fair, the fourth Harry Potter book was really, really slow for me. It's all about sports and I just couldn't deal with that. I couldn't. I mean, just because it's a fancy, uh, uh, a fantasy sport does not mean I'm interested in it. I don't enjoy that and it wasn't for so me. So not even Quidditch or the, even the Triwizard Tournament. It's a big old tournament. It's got stands. Just because it has the word cheering. tournament and it feels like I'm out. I'm done. I I'm, I'm not interested. What I don't about, care. what about like a Nintendo tournament? That's e-sports. different. That's compl- I don't watch them. I would participate in it. I don't want to read about it. All right. But all that is to say, it's time. It's time. It's time. It's Marmaduke time. It's Marmaduke time. That's right. We have a segment on our show, for those that don't know, where each week we read a uh, comic from a Marmaduke book. We've been going through Marmaduke Laps It Up. Uh, we have a crazy theory um, about it, which we'll see what it uh, what comes to See how it here. develops this week. But we're pretty sure that Marmaduke is not just a dog. He's actually Phyllis, um, a, um, a physical reincarnation of the ghost of the dad of the main character, that's the, dad's the only name, thing that explains this. The dad's name's Phil, and we're pretty sure his dad is in, is in, is the spirit of his dad is inside Marmaduke. Like, yes. Now, the last one, we learned that Marmaduke can, in fact, speak human words and talk to animals. He met the Easter Bunny and they, they spoke, so. Somehow he, he was able to, like, interdimensionally travel he, like, to. Like, dug down to their world. It's, you thought, if you thought Marmaduke was just like a dog comic, you've been missing out. All right, here's tonight's. I'll actually hold it up. Maybe people can kind of see. The first panel here, Marmaduke, who is, by the way, if you'll notice... Marmaduke is as big as a tree. He's taller than a tree. He's standing on his hind legs looking down into the bird nest. So, so Marmaduke is as tall as a tree. He's about like a 20-foot and Marmaduke And he can here. stand on two feet and hold on to a tree. Yes. Now, the bird is just says, the bird says, chirp, and he says, rough. So, they're so not, we're not back to not speaking human. But they're communicating. So now he's like shrunk back down. He's a shapeshifter. He's shrunk back down to about, I don't know, probably still, three feet tall here. He's still bigger than that baby carriage. He's, he's much larger than that. About as high as, as tall as this woman. He could totally tapping. like just like devour both of them. Easily. Like, <laughs> uh, he says, woof. And the lady says, here comes our old friend to say hello. Hello, Marmaduke. In the next panel, she's patting him. The baby's patting him on the nose and says, woof. Okay. Next one, we've got a little girl who's dressed up in, like dress up clothes and pushing a small baby carriage. And she says, my baby doesn't want to say hello. And Marmaduke says, grarf. That's a good, uh, good little word thing there. Grarf. You gotta save that for future reference. Yes. And then, uh, and then the big girl says, see? And then Marmaduke is freaked out. It looks like he's being like electrocuted. He's screaming. He says, roar. He puts his nose down into the thing. We don't know what's in there. What is in this tiny baby carriage? And then we look in the final panel here. Marmaduke, he's got a serious injury to his nose. And the girl says, silly dog. And inside there had been a cat dressed up as a baby. And it says, hiss. Wow, that's 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 just that we're back to Marmaduke as a big dog. Yep. 
Yeah, I, that one doesn't have so much of the like inner inner. He did shape shift a little bit, but in he, this, one. this first one here, he is at least twenty feet tall in this panel, so that yeah. does fit with our overall theory, I would say. So Marmaduke's also, a big dog. what is he doing, just hanging out with that bird? I guess he's talking to it because he says rough, and the bird says chirp. So they're just hanging out, and they're then he like out. goes, and then he goes about his business. Yeah, and then and then this is like a, a like a girl or a woman. Well, there's two. The first one is a, a an adult pushing an actual baby okay. character, and then we have a and little, the girl little girl dressed up parent pushing like a, a toy one. Yeah. So dogs hate cats, you guys. What a Dog surprise! Hates, dogs hates cats, but Marmaduke can shapeshift. That's where we're at here. Maybe that's Marmaduke's true weakness because he actually got injured. Right. Normally he can face any adversity. So maybe like that's that's like why he's so afraid of cats is because cats can see his true form. They're his true weakness, and that's why he's like. That's why that's the cat right. is they can see they're him. not fooled by yeah, the outer they're shell. They're not fooled by the Oh, the, you're right. Yeah. See, I didn't even see it at first. I wasn't looking closely, but now we see the true meaning behind it. Yeah. Man, I'm telling you this Brad Anderson, he was a, a great writer. But I did not give him credit as a kid. We also have to put this out there once again. If anybody knows or can put us in touch with Brad Anderson's son, Paul Anderson, not related to PT Anderson or Paul W.S. Anderson. Right. Um, the other another Paul. Paul Anderson who is currently doing Marmaduke for his late father. And I would, we just got to talk to him. I got to know. really got to know. Did he know what a genius his dad was? I don't know. I don't think, cause his Marmadukes are very blah. Yeah. Well, maybe, cause I've been, see, maybe we I've been keeping up with the current, closer, I don't know. Maybe we do, but I've been keeping up with the current ones and they're maybe in nothing the to write home though, about. Maybe, you know, we, maybe something happened maybe that we, so. we haven't gotten to yet. Yeah. Again, there are like 20 of these Marmaduke Yeah, books. we got plenty to go through. We're Don't gonna worry. Be, we're going to be doing Marmaduke for a while. He can turn giant, yes. All right, well, it's time right, well, for a very special thing are here. Are we bringing up our guest We're first? bringing up a very special guest today. Now, uh, this actually uh, is something that our listeners will be familiar with, but we had an incident happen on the show a few years ago. Or maybe it was just last year, I don't know. It inspired uh, a story that Brendan and I wrote we wrote a, uh, a short film script, and a good friend of ours uh, was awesome enough to uh, approach us and talk about actually making it. And, and he uh, did. And he did it. And we're going to talk about that. We- so please, welcome to the stage, Mr. Zach Eastman. <laughs> All right. You want to let – you should probably let him there so he can operate the computer. Like, come like, towards well, me. Why don't you sit here? That's what I mean you come here. Oh. There we go. There we go. All right. So, how's so, it going, Zach? What's up, Zach? <laughs> Not much. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Do you guys have any, uh, 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 let me ask you this. And first of all, was the original approach to do a Marmaduke movie, but realizing I didn't have the money? <laughs> well, we, we thought that's one of our pie in the sky, like, when, but now that this project is done, that's like, we're, 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 we're working up to that. Marmaduke 2018, guys. Um, yeah. because, Although we haven't, we I think we need to first. At watch some point, we need to watch the actual, the actual Marmaduke, Marmaduke movie, <laughs> and because um, oh I don't think God. I'm pretty sure that Marmaduke movie is not about Marmaduke being the reincarnated yeah, spirit of Phil's dad. And they just need us to like like to view it and to interpret that, you know, correctly. Okay. I don't know. Well, I'm really curious to see if we can read that into yeah. the Marmaduke movie. I doubt it, um, but that that's why we have to fill that void. That's right. This but. <laughs> Zach, you came all the way out here from Colorado for this. Yes, I did. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I, um, I, uh, live out in Denver right now. Um, I kind of frequent back and forth between LA and Denver just depending on what my spirit is guiding me toward. Um, and, um, 
right now I'm currently in Denver. I um I'm actually this got made official. I'm now an official real nerd on the Real Nerds podcast out in Denver. Yeah. Um so um that's good for that's good for my self-esteem. <laughs> and uh <laughs> um but yeah, I came out here cuz I had never been to Palm Springs before and I didn't realize this. This is old-timey showbiz heaven. Yep. Yes, it is. This is nothing but just streets named after people that only I'm familiar with. <laughs> Fred people... Waring Way. Jack Benny Boulevard. <laughs> Frank Sinatra Drive. I'm staying on Frank Sinatra Drive out in Palm Desert. It's like right it was now. made for you. I know. I was just like, and I and I posted on Instagram immediately. I want to be buried here. Can you make this happen? <laughs> I don't know if it's a good idea to go on Instagram and say, "Can you please bury me in the desert somewhere?" <laughs> I would. Because I'm sure that. somebody will oblige you. <laughs> I hashtagged it with "I dare you." <laughs> okay. Um. So let's talk about this. Um. You. Um, recently made a short film called Earbuds. Yes, I did. Which is available to watch online and, and then you kind of put out a call on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, um, again, I put out a dare. I said, um, somebody tell me if I should make an action or a horror film next. Because I had been doing dramas for a while and, mm-hmm. um, I, um, I like doing dramas, but I also don't like, I don't like being sad all the time. And, uh, one of my new late motifs in life is trying to do fun things with my life. So I put out a call on Facebook to what would you like to see me do next, uh, action or a horror film? And I've got a decent community of people out in Denver who like what I do that they were giving me suggestions. Well, Brendan and I have known each other since the old Viewskew board days. Long time. Uh, long time. And, and When you were just young Zach on the board. Young Zach on the <laughs> you board. You were like, because you started Making posting. bold proclamations like Inglorious Bastards being nominated for Best Picture. Yeah. And everybody just told me that'll never happen, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> And then, cause you were like, when you were, you were just like in high school? Yeah, you, I was just in high school young, on that board. Young Zach. But, um, anyway, he, um, approached me and said, uh, um, we oh, no, wait. Do, oh, no, Phil. Who approached? Oh, yes. Phil, I just want to yeah. credit where Phil. credit is due. Phil's the one that's Phil. getting our name, getting us out there. And he's <laughs> Phil pounding pro- the pavement. Phil approached me and said, um, hey, we would love to write a script for you. And I thought, oh, it's just somebody making a comment. But then he messaged me and said, no, we're serious. We'd love to write a script for you. So I called up uh, Phil and Brendan almost immediately and said, what do you guys got? And they told me about this experience. Um, I waited for the script. While the script was being written, I actually got a crew together because I just knew well, we're going to make this movie regardless. And what we ended up doing was actually um, once I got the script, then I got the cast in place, knew exactly who I was going to work with. But I got the crew ahead of time. So I got a cinematographer together, um, got sound people involved, and um, – uh, the cinematographer we were going to have dropped out. Um, and I'm not talking about dropped out of the project. He literally just disappeared off the face of the planet. Huh, man, that's not good. And so we had to replace it. And thankfully, my uh, cinematographer of the film, Brandon Rose, came in with his black magic camera and decided to shoot us a real HD 2.5K raw experience. So, um, uh, and then once the script came in, um, there were a couple of changes that we made to the script, um, mainly just out of flights of fancy, but um, nothing that changes the overall dynamic of the script. Essentially, it is about um, what happens when the feed gets on left on a podcast. Um, but one thing was is that you guys had um, characters named Matt and Roger. They're named after this my is, two a, neighbors when I was growing up. But it's also embarrassing after having been here for the Women in Podcasting uh, panel to, yeah. to admit this here. But yeah. it, it is a little embarrassing to admit, but um, there's an actress that I am uh, friends with out in Denver named Jenny Kirstad, who um, I was actually very, very sad that I hadn't seen her act in a while. 
So what I wanted to do was actually work with a female character this time around. And what works out about the film, as you'll see, is her character is actually a misleading character. Um, and we decided to change it, the name of Roger to Regina, um, call it Mayhem with Matt and Regina. That's the name of the show that they do on the um, in the film. And um, the other thing we changed was um, we changed uh, – there was a scene at the end that we had to cut just for money purposes – um, but um, overall, the experience of filming this, we shot this in two days, um, technically one and a half, because the first day we wrapped early, and the second day we were working from 9 p.m. at night to 5 a.m. in the morning. Wow. Um, so, uh, and mainly that's because you'll see there were some uh, some gnarly stunts that we had to do to make this exciting. Um, so, uh, and then we edited the film. Um, Rather quickly, I'm actually surprised at how fast we edited this, which that comes back to, um, you know, one of our mutual heroes is Kevin Smith. And one of the things that I learned from Kevin Smith was just edit as soon as you get the footage. Literally just start working at it as fast as you can. Get something out there so that way you can figure out what the kinks are, what they aren't, and really try to make as solid a product as possible. Um, and this is also the first time that I've been in the editing chair since um, my debut short film, Twombly. So um, this was a very fun experience to go back in there. And a new experience because we actually had to edit action, which you guys, boy, <laughs> you put me through a ringer. <laughs> we wrote some action That's scenes. Right. Yeah. And okay, it, well, I had never done that before. For time, we need to get to it yeah. so we can show the thing. Let's what are we, do real it. quick, what are we going to be seeing? Can you tell us so that we are familiar with um, you know, the, the cut that we have here, what things are in there? So the, the basis of the film in which they um, gave me was a film about the users getting involved in the, um, uh, in the world of this podcaster. Um, part of that entails that we needed to do a, uh, a visual effects template. Um, so unfortunately, we do not have we did not have enough time for this particular panel to uh, put together a full on visual effects template. But we do have samples of what it could look like. So it's like a work it's in a, progress. Yeah, work it's a work in, it that, is a work in progress. Here, yeah. It says in there, so, work in progress, temp score. Um, we used a copyrighted piece of music for this screening. Please don't screw me over. Just um, pretend you heard original classical music. <laughs> um, and we also have temp foley effects, but we're going to be going back and recording all the other visual, uh, or all the other sound effects when I get back to Denver. Um, and then hopefully once we have that figured out, we'll figure out when we're going to be screening this next. Um, as you can see, the display is a little bit wonky. So if um, I think there might be enough room, if you guys yeah, you might want to scoot this side. You might want to scoot to this side of the room. Um, and let's, uh, let's show the after show. The after show. Zach, that was great. I'm excited to see the finished product. When what? So can we? Do you have like a time frame or? Um, people can expect to see that. I'm tentatively, tentatively having a meeting about that. Um, as soon as I get back, um, I just got to work out the phone schedule. But it looks like I'm trying to shoot for a Halloween release. Mm -hmm. So it'll be that's appropriate for so, everything. Yeah, because people might not. Um, if you watched it, if the people are watching it in there, there's going to be like chat bubbles popping up. That's popping up, yeah. that's where some of the missing narrative. Is, is lying. Is lying. That's is why we were trying to show you an bubbles. example of it prior, so that you get an idea of like these guys are going to be interacting with everybody. You know? yeah. yeah. So but. that's going to be through the whole thing, and it's going to look 
You're doing well, you're doing it. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Zach, for being here. Thank you guys for being here in the audience. Thanks, guys. We got to so, wrap it up here. We got to wrap it up here. So be sure to check us out at RadioBrendo.com. We got our second episode coming out on Thursday this week that we'll be recording in studio. Yes. And um, we'll be doing some more Amazon stuff, doing our Amazon stuff and all that stuff. So be sure to go to RadioBrendo.com, BenviewNetwork.com for all your Benview Network podcasts. Everybody in the house, please stick around because one of my favorite podcasts is up next, The Blaze with Lizzie and Kat. Very excited. And um, thank you, everybody, for coming. So have a good rest of your convention. You're going to do our clothes? Oh, I got to do our clothes. I'm sorry. I forgot that. So for Radio Brendo Man, I'm Brendan Creasy. And I'm Phil Vecchio. Have a good one, everybody.
This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com. I'm Aaron Prince-Staley, host of the Podcast Preview, where every week I bring you a new comedy podcast that you are going to love, with highlight clips and interviews with the show's hosts. Check out the Podcast Preview at BenviewNetwork.com, on your favorite podcast app, or live on the radio at WERA.FM. I'll see you there.